We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. You can dirty talk anything. I was driving down the street and the road was so smooth. Anything. Give me another one. (laughs) Pineapples. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was in Whole Foods and I went to the produce section and I saw a pineapple. So I paid for it with cash, took it home and cut it up. It was juicy. Stationary. <laughs> oh, I love paper. <laughs> it's so smooth. And the envelopes, you just lick them closed. <laughs> Yay. Well, well. <laughs> I think we should leave this in the episode. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> should we start? Yeah. H E L L O. Hello. Ooh, that was good. Nice slide. Thank you. She's learning. I love it. Um, hello. H E L L O to you as well. Thank you so much. Um, I will say with singing, the thing that's been really, really hard is when other music comes in, when it's not just the note you're singing. Do you know what I mean? Like when it's arranged. Yeah. Yeah. And you're hearing other notes because you're like, should I go to that one? Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> Singers, <laughs> they're pretty talented. <laughs> Who knew? Who? It's my takeaway from all that. Singers, mm-hmm. talented, talented, damn. Yeah, yeah. What's new no. with you? Mm, nothing much. Truly, nothing much. Um, you know, no work is happening. <laughs> no. Oh, offense, really? So. I'm working a yeah. ton. What? For real? No, I'm not working on anything. There's a strike. There's a strike. S-T-R-I-K-E. Strike, strike, strikes. Just strike, 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 strike. Strike, 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 strike. It's been hot here in L.A. It was like 93 degrees when I got in my car. Oh, boy. That's bad. It was very bad. And... People are like, okay, the small talk right now is, boy, it's hot outside. Hmm. And I don't like that kind of small talk because, <laughs> duh. <laughs> duh, it's fucking hot. What are we doing? It's, oh, it really gets me going. I saw a man ride a motorcycle and, like, and parked it right in front of the store I was in. And he came in and he was like, oh, oh, really hot out there. And, like, wiping sweat all over his body. And I was uh-huh. like, why did you choose to... Ride your motorcycle. Yeah. You're wearing a helmet and it's it's hot. You're just like indirect heat. Yeah. Get, in, get inside of a vehicle, sir. What a loser. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like, I wouldn't want to be someone who thinks 
like who wants to look so cool all the time that they're like, I'm risking a heat stroke. I have yeah. to get on this motorcycle. Uh, I mean, if you want to be even cooler, go down to Arizona where there's no helmet laws. And then you don't have to wear a hot, stinky helmet. You can just raw dog it. Yeah. Then you. Isn't that that's scary? Dangerous. That's scary. Mm hmm. Arizona lacks laws. <laughs> lacks That's laws. why all U Hauls have. Um, Arizona license plates because the like insurance and driving policies or whatever down there like more lax. I might uh, be making that up, but I don't think I am. Sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I know that. I'm filled with such dumb knowledge that has not helped me in my day to day. Have you taken your motorcycle out anywhere? Um, not since I fell in 2020, so it's been a solid three years since I've ridden it. Um, I would have to get either a new battery or have someone start it for me, but I'm thinking about just selling it. I don't know if I'm going to ever ride it again. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take another motorcycle riding class, and if I feel inspired to ride again, I'm going to keep it. And if I'm like, you know, that's a wrap on uh, two wheels. Then I'll sell it. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Thank when you, you did initially buy it, where did you think you were going to drive it? Like on the freeway? Like to work and stuff? Yeah, everywhere. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. drive it everywhere. Um, and then life got... So I dislocated my ankle. And then life just got away from me to take another class. I was just really busy. Um, because the classes are on the weekend. So it's like, if I'm working five days a week, I, I'm not waking up at 8 a.m. to go to a motorcycle class. Mm-mm. And then when but I'm working, tired. technically, I can't really do that because I can't get injured. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Y'all. And that's the, the real struggle for me. Do I ride a motorcycle and maybe get injured and get, (laughs) I don't know, have my insurance go up and people don't want to insure me because I ride a a hog? (laughs) Yeah. Although people get injured doing anything. I know a guy who dislocated his shoulder from running because he fell from running. I dislocated my ankle walking down my stairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shaking my dang head. It'll be out. Your own house sometimes. <laughs> Lord. 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 Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> I've, I've been so nice to my house. I couldn't believe it tossed me down the stairs. Yeah, that's really rude, honestly. It is rude. And I'll never forget John Milheiser heard the biggest thud of his life, saw me on the floor and said, did you fall? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just slowly lowered myself to the ground like this. <laughs> I just like it down here. More pain and angrier than that moment. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But honestly, thank God he was there because I don't know where my phone was. If I fall in my Mm -hmm. house now, I'm alone. Find me later. You need a life alert. Oh, my God. Do I? (laughs) They need, like, (sighs) cool-looking life alerts. Yeah, like a bedazzled one. Yeah. But is it Although, it's a necklace? I do believe it's a necklace. Yeah. Mm. But I guess your watch, your uh, Apple watch can be like a life alert. That thing's never if you, charged. If you wear it. <laughs> it's never charged. It's, it's in a little dish. I actually don't know how life alert works. Like, what is it connected to? Oh, my the God. The 911. It goes directly to 911? I think so. Ugh, it's Help, a gross I looking necklace. <laughs> yeah, it's just like white and red. So you push a button for help, speak to an operator, and then number three, help is on the way. Honestly, seems rather easy. It's super easy. Huh. Maybe I should have one just at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or but what then if, I feel like I was say, what if accidents happen in other other places? What about in the kitchen? Ooh, they're cuter ones. There's like a sleek green one. <laughs> Ooh, these these are not for me. Oh, and they're not Life Alert brand. They're a different brand. <laughs> oh, they're not uh, Life Alert 
uh, branded. They're different. I don't want a generic life alert, okay? <laughs> I don't want, like, second tier, third tier help coming to me. What's this unicorn thing? Oh, this is like a I think it's just... Oh, no, it, it's, no, it, it, no. It's a medical alert. Sparkle medical alert? Wait, can you click on that? <laughs> I think you just, like, engrave it with, like, I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh, I see. It doesn't actually I have call type anyone. 2 diabetes. It's just a necklace to let people know what's up. What's going on? What's wrong with you? <laughs> no one's coming to help. <laughs> Once they find your body, they could turn it over and be like, oh, this is what went wrong. I kind of don't want a life alert because if I fall and I can't get up, mm, the first person who finds me is my best friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And if I go months without someone finding me, then I guess I know who my friends are. No one. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I will say, I don't always know when you're in town. So, like, if you were busy and I didn't hear from you, and then, I don't know, if I knocked on the door, I'd be like, I don't know if she's home or not. She could be in Denver. She could be in Florida. I don't know. Yeah, but if I'm not answering my phone, I'm probably dying somewhere. Maybe. I don't if I know. Don't answer my phone for a couple of days. I've never not answered my phone for a couple of days. I sent a text the other day and I didn't get a text back for two days. It was one day. It was one day, but it felt like two. It was one singular day. It was an afternoon text message. And then not even a full 24 hours later, you asked, are you okay? And I was like, um, I think so. Uh, and you were like, my, I just wasn't sure you didn't respond to this text. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm I fine. was confused. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, next time I'll just be on it. But it was not it's even okay. 24 hours. But it was really close to 24 hours. And you were like, like are you two hours me? Shot. And I was like, what? Well, because you're responding to everything else. You're responding to <laughs> memes. You're responding to other emails we were on. I was like, why isn't she answering my text? What's happening? Because sometimes I open my text to be like, answer this. And then uh, uh, my refrigerator needs to be opened and then closed without me taking anything out of it. And then sometimes I have to look what's in the dryer and I go, oh, a towel I forgot. And then I'm like, oh, memes. And then I've forgotten to answer the text message. But I'm mm. answering memes and stuff. I'm answering you in other forms of communication. So, But then I was like, does she not want to talk about the thing that I texted? You really leapt to a conclusion. I didn't know. A and you're right. I did. I a did. But I also <laughs> just needed answers. <laughs> I understand. I am so sorry. I will never keep you waiting like that ever, ever again. Thank you. Can I tell you, I went to go get my nails done this morning and then had coffee with someone and no one told me that my tit was just out. Like, cause my, so it's buttoned down here, but like my whole boob was out and my bra is see-through. So I think people <gasps> were just like looking at my nipples all day and nobody was like, ma'am. <laughs> this is like the day that I, flashed my neighbor i <laughs> was outside walking Clyde, and i wasn't wearing a bra i was wearing like a like a half shirt a little belly shirt and i raised my arm to wave and then he just went oh boy today's a good day <laughs> and i went okay and then i got inside and i was reaching for something and i was like he saw my titties oh that's God. why today's a good day <laughs> oh no <sighs> lord for these babies being so small, they're just they're just out. They're misbehaving. Maybe everyone's just like, wow, she's free. She's really <laughs> free. She's she loves her body. Maybe. But if I saw someone's bra, I'd be like, oh, you're missing a button. I don't know if I would, because I don't know if they mean it or not. Oh. But a see-through bra? Some people be just be wearing their bras out. A see-through bra? Some people do. I, I if guess. I if you had like a padded, thick, like grandma bra, I'd be like, oh, you don't, she couldn't possibly want to be showing that. See-through bra seems like you want people to see that. No? I guess. That bra is cute. 
It is a cute bra, and I like it because it's lightweight. Is it durable? No. I have to buy a new one every couple of months. <laughs> it's the least durable bra. Why don't you do, huh? like, nipple covers? What? Yeah. Just nipple covers? No, no, no. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> no, I meant Jordan. Jordan. They're small, but they need support. <laughs> no. There's a there's you could do a nipple cover and then wear the bra. That way your uh, nipple is not showing, but you can show off the bra. Is it sticky? I'm sticking something to me an adhesive? Yeah. An unnecessary adhesive in <laughs> 90 degree <laughs> weather? Jordan. <laughs> um I I have I have worn them because this might be too TMI. My nipples want to be out and proud. I do not know what they're all about. But I wear them and it helps um uh, even with like some like very thin bralette. And they're sticky, mm. but they have never irritated me or given me a reaction. Or, like, if I'm sweating, they haven't been an issue. But there could Wait, be a possibility. I could buy nipple ones? Yeah, just they're, nipple. Like, just the areola and the nipple area. Well, there's one that is, like, an actual nipple. That's really funny. Oh, Why would you like give a prosthetic-looking nipple? nipple? Oh, it's a prosthetic <laughs> nipple in case you need oh, them, I guess. Oh, I guess you've had reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. But what if I just want rock hard nips? I guess I could wear them. <laughs> You're like, I'm tired of my nipples being so soft. I just want to put this hard I nipple want on top. Hard nippies. <laughs> oh, maybe that is an option. They do come in all different skin tones. Yeah. Hmm. Forever 21 has heart shaped ones. Ooh, how youthful. <laughs> yeah, these are cute. But I guess maybe the, I huh? well, I was going to say, I guess your point was that you don't want to be showing your bra. But if you do, I guess it'd be nice to I can have, have some little nipple covers. Yeah. But then it would look like you don't have a nipple. And that's maybe more concerning. I that might be concerning to be like, oh, what's going on? But also, mm-hmm. it's OK if you don't have nipples. This is true. Um, I don't know. I think maybe I'll just button my clothes better. Although I did think I was like fully buttoned. Tess and I went and saw uh, my friend Tess. I don't know. You guys don't know. My friend Tess and I went and saw uh, the Tina Turner musical and we were getting in the Uber. And when we sat down in the Uber, Tess was like, your whole chest is out. (laughs) Somehow my whole buttons just came undone. And this is not a tight shirt. It was like a pretty loose button up. I don't know. I think they just want to be free. Free those titties. Free the nipple. Free them up. Free them up. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't want to take them out unless someone wants to suck on them. <laughs> nobody seems to want to. Even when you say it like that? Yeah, no, nobody. The apps are bad. In person's bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Not good. Not good. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before. Like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. 
or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Should we do a little quizzy poo? Let's do it. Ooh, wait, let's do a quiz. My cramps are cramping. I yeah. fucking hate having a period. You know what? It's rude of God to give, or the universe, or whoever to give women a period. Why? We're the nice ones. <laughs> Why they do that? That's a good point. Yeah. Right? We're That's... nice. Yeah, we're not starting wars. I've never started a war in my entire life. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would like to eat like a toddler for a day and we'll give you an activity to embrace your inner child. Great. Let's do it. I kind of eat like a toddler regardless. <laughs> I kind of do too. It's easy. I don't want fancy fucking shit, especially when I'm like cooking at home. Although I have saved so many recipes to like try one day. I'm going to, okay, you didn't ask for it, but I'm going to share with you this recipe that I saved this morning that I'm mm-hmm. really excited about, but I don't know if I'll ever make it. Okay, uh-huh. wait for it. Is everyone waiting? <laughs> <laughs> with bated breath. Stand yes. by, everybody. <laughs> so it's a rice cake with peanut butter, peanuts, and um, pretzels, and then you drizzle chocolate on it. Whoa. And I was like, this looks fucking good. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I'll try it today. Yeah, that sounds good. And it looks easy to make. I think I have to put it in the freezer for the chocolate to harden. I don't know. I need to click the link in the bio, (laughs) which is a really hard step for me to take when I see these recipes. (sighs) Okay. Eat like a toddler for a day. Uh, and we'll give you an activity to embrace your inner child. First question is, all right, not, yeah, I guess is a question. Have breakfast. French toast sticks. Eggo waffles. Pop-tarts. Pop-tarts are not breakfast. They are definitely a dessert. Lucky charms. That was breakfast for me when I was younger. <laughs> I know. And they were once breakfast for me until once I watched my dad put a Pop-Tart in the toaster oven and then put a scoop of ice cream on it. And I said, huh. you're right, Daddy. This <laughs> is dessert. And that is the optimal way to eat a Pop-Tart. Whoa. that's actually It's a really mini smart. pie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm craving those French toast sticks. I'm craving Eggo waffles. When I saw that, it really brought me back to being a kid. I used to love Eggo waffles. Why don't mm-hmm. I eat them anymore? Yeah. Huh. I can't. I feel like I have had very few well-cooked Eggo waffles. I feel like they're either too soggy or too hard. Interesting. Even in the toaster oven? Or not toast. Even in a toaster? Uh-huh. Huh. I mean, I guess I've never made them myself. Someone's preparing oh. them for me. 
I would make them myself and stand over them and be like, they're done. I see. You had to do that. Have a snack. Oreos. Baby carrots. Ew. Little bites. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk is not a snack. (laughs) It's not a snack. Nobody's... What? Yeah. I would still need some food. That's not a snack. Yes. That's a beverage, not a snack. Mm-hmm. My Oreos God. for me, please. I do love Oreos. Did you know they're vegan? <laughs> I guess I did, because they have no animal product? I guess so. They're vegan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think I did, but <laughs> do they promote themselves that way? Um, I don't know who told me. But someone once said, Oreos are vegan. Hmm. Yeah. Oreo cookies do not contain any animal-derived ingredients and are safe to eat for vegans. Wow. But I'm like, they're chocolate-flavored, right? Yeah. Chocolates, that comes from, oh, I guess that comes from a tree, a cacao. Yeah. And then the cream, there's supposed to be cream. I mean, I think it's just chemicals. Yeah, about to say, I don't know if it's a good thing that that (laughs) there's no animal product in there. Ugh, they're so good. I when I was little, I used to like get Oreos, take them apart, and then peel off the cream and put them on another one, so it'd be like double, triple, like quadruple stacked. You're ahead of. Oh my god. Truly the fattest one in the room. I'm going to do little bites. I love Are those the muffins? Bite. Yes, bitch. Them little muffins you just pop in your mouth. Where you can mm. eat several muffins at once. <laughs> Have, Have lunch. lunch. Oh, grilled cheese. Hot dog. I think we all know what you're choosing. Sliders. Chicken tenders. You know I got to get me some chicken tendies, but they have to be a specific way. What's the way? Batter, not breaded. Oh. Mm-hmm. Judith, do you mind looking up battered chicken fingers? <laughs> Sounds like they were, like, in a domestic... Beaten up. <laughs> abuse. Case. I like my chicken to have trauma. <laughs> Um, I once carried around a picture. So those second ones are real good. Ooh, yes. Yes. Ooh, yeah. The second one, Feast and Farm. Those are the ones I like. Yes, the crunchy ones. Okay, can you look up Dairy Queen chicken fingers? Because those are the optimal ones. And were you about to say that you carried a picture of chicken fingers to let people know what kinds you liked? Yes. When I would go to restaurants, I would say, do they look like this or do they look like this? And if they look like <laughs> the one that I didn't want, I would not order them. Yes, look at them. Ooh, mm, so crispy, so juicy, so crunchy. Dip them in ranch and have a good time. And hmm. also there's white bread, so you can wrap them up and the bread gets all soft. I need to get to a Dairy Queen. <laughs> I guess so. They it's, do look I, good. <laughs> Oh my god! I uh, I'm like really having a nice time looking at. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Where's the nearest Dairy Queen? Okay, let's go back to the quiz before Nicole starts. Are you sure? Yeah, (laughs) I gotta know where the nearest Dairy Queen is, though. Um, I'm gonna choose. It's really hard for me. Um, but I'm gonna choose hot dog. Mm, yeah, that was pretty hard for you. <laughs> and I think we all know what I chose. Um, have something to drink. A yoo-hoo. Capri Sun. Kool-Aid. Lemonade. I'm I do love a Capri Sun. Mmm. I love Kool-Aid. I remember once my dad was like, Nicole. You have to drink water. And I was like, what is the base of Kool-Aid, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> what a little smart ass. <laughs> Insufferable. <laughs> God, I loved Kool-Aid. I 
I'm I'm not a Kool-Aid purist. I do not mm. like the Kool-Aid where you have to add the sugar because the ratio is always it is either too sweet or not sweet enough. I like when Kool-Aid said, we'll do you a salad. We'll mix it up for you, bitch. That's my yeah. Kool-Aid. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy some nice Kool-Aid, too. Wow, you're really taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go shopping today, get some Eggo Waffles Kool-Aid and stop at Dairy Queen on my way home. <laughs> and then you're going to eat it and be like, oh, God, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, I don't want any of this. Okay, have dinner. Dino nuggets. Spaghetti and meatballs. Cheese, pizza. Mac and cheese. Oh, my God. This is tough. Yeah. I love a dino nugget. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, my mom never made meatballs, but she would do ground beef over the spaghetti, and it was so yummy. Mm. And cheese pizza? Oh. Oh, wait, is this like microwaved pizza, or is it, is it oven pizza? Is it DiGiorno? What are we talking? Ooh, that's a really good question. They didn't specify. But dino nuggets lead me to believe that this is at-home supermarket shit. Okay, okay. So in that case, we don't want a microwave cheese pizza. No. And I don't know if I need Kraft macaroni and cheese because I feel like that's what it would be. Yeah. I'm going to say spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. I'm going to do dino nuggets. Yeah. Stay on the nuggets. Listen, I love chicken. (laughs) Have a side with dinner. Curly fries. Apple slices. For dinner? Cutie orange? <laughs> Cutie's orange? Go Cutie's yogurt. orange? Why do they say it like that? It's just a cutie. It's an orange. <laughs> it's a the cutie's a brand and it's an orange. There's no cuties here. It's cutie. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you are a purist. <laughs> I just don't understand cutie's orange. <laughs> I guess they were trying to specify that, or like in case you didn't know what it was, like it's an orange, but also that's clear. And what then do go-gurt you yogurt. Um, it's also this like, sounds like the, uh, like, cuisine post soccer practice or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna choose curly fries. I love Same curly fries. It's also the only appropriate side for dinner. This is true. Yeah. You're really carbo-load and you're having spaghetti and curly fries? Oh, no. I have a track meet. I got a (laughs) carbo-load. Have some dessert. Mini cupcake. S'mores. Cosmic brownie. You don't know what that is? No. What is that? It's a brownie with uh, rainbow chips in it. It comes in uh, like a little hungry man dinner. Uh, like a hungry man kids oh, dinner, or okay. or yeah, by themselves. Oh, and the because it's cosmic because the rainbow sprinkles look like stars. You know, I don't think anyone really thought that out when they made them. <laughs> I think they were just like, "Wow, these are out of this world. It's cosmic." <laughs> they were high as hell. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh man, this is a colorful shit, man. <laughs> it also looks bro. like. People who are high made it. It's just like sprinkled haphazardly <laughs> Truly. on these brownies. And they <laughs> look worse like in full. person. <laughs> and it's, it's like, like a not even a good brownie. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. No. It's pretty tough. They are pretty tough. And I've had plenty of them. Um, and then the last one was ice cream. Mm. There's cosmic brownie cereal. I don't want any of that. Hmm. Uh. Uh, oh, give me my crackling no. oat bran. <laughs> I'm uh, picking ice cream. I love ice cream this year. I don't think you know this about me. <laughs> I've heard you say it from time to time. Uh, uh, it's just so good. I'm going to choose a mini cupcake. So dainty. What is this yeah. quiz? Just a little bit. Oh, we're finding things for our inner child. Oh, uh, wait. Can you scroll up a little bit? What? Or just the above the... Oh, yes. Eat like a toddler for the day and we'll give you an activity to embrace your inner child. Okay, so this is an activity. 
I yes, really this forgot. This is Sashir's activity. Finger painting. Come on. You know what? You want to dip your fingers in some paint and make a masterpiece? Okay. I couldn't see you doing that. Too messy. Yeah. No, thanks. How do I get out of it? I have to touch something. To I had to touch the handle of the of the sink. I had to touch the soap. Yeah. I'm covered in paint. Yeah. So it's like double cleaning. You got to clean yourself and then clean the sink. Mm-mm. 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 What? And this is Nicole's. Also finger, finger painting. painting. Listen, I, all roads probably lead to finger painting. This was brought to you by Big Finger Paint. The finger paint industry paid mm-hmm. off BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Defund BuzzFeed. Defund <laughs> BuzzFeed. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Okay. Now that we figured out we should fucking figure paint, should we mm. help some people? Yeah. Oh my God, Sashir, mm. I love Trash Day. So I had a rickety... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Imagine that's where the story ended. <laughs> I love Trash Day. Oh. I love Trash Day. Anyway. Um, so I this, <laughs> this rickety shoe shelf that I haven't liked. I got a new one. Don't like that one. Uh, but I painted it, whatever. I was like, ugh, I gotta find someone to give this shoe shelf to. No, I don't. I put it slightly in the trash. It was gone in an hour. <laughs> I had a big dog bed that didn't fit anywhere in my house because uh, I didn't read the, the what's it called? The diameters? Dimensions. Dimensions. So I lightly put it in the trash, gone in 30 seconds. I literally like, Put it in there, <laughs> walked upstairs, looked out the window, and it was gone. Oh, your I had really good. I know. And then I went back outside, and I had bought T-shirts and puff paint to make T-shirts with someone who laughed at me and said they didn't want to do that. So I uh. threw that away because it had, you know, bad vibes. Gone in eight hours. I Not really- as speedy, but still really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I went out today to walk light, I was like, is it still in there? And I was like, no, it's not. Because I put it right on the top and I opened it so you could see what it was. Oh, other people are picking this up. Not yeah, who did you think was taking people. it? I thought it was the the garbage people. You thought the city was coming to my house multiple times a day to take my little bits of trash? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, Nicole's got more trash. Get the trucks. We gotta get out there. I was like, wow, are they just waiting around the corner for you to have trash? <laughs> no. Truly, the city, if you for, like, if you put them out late, they won't take your trash. And uh, honestly, <laughs> I've had my cans put in an area where, like, there was a car on either side. They didn't take it. They were like, we won't oh, even figure no. it out. Oh, no. no. These are people. People are taking stuff. Oh, so, like, neighbors and stuff. I see. Yes. Okay, good. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm feeding the community. <laughs> Dog beds and t-shirts. Yes. And then I was like, well, I'm away next week, but I'm like, ooh, what can I what can I keep to to put out in the trash <laughs> lightly for people to take? <laughs> what can I give the people? One time I I was gonna put a a couch out on the curb for this for um St. Vincent de Paul to come pick up. And mm-hmm. uh, my neighbors saw me put it on the curb and they're like, are you getting rid of that? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, I think we're just going to take it. And I was like, you do whatever you want. And then I, they just, <laughs> these like really young, <laughs> skinny women, like move this whole couch into their apartment. And then they got a free couch. I mean, that's nice because they saw you putting it out and they could have been like, Is, why are you putting it out? Is there bugs? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember if they asked that or not. <laughs> But it was perfectly clean and fine. It's just I had it for a long time and wanted a new one. Mm. Couches are tough. They're very expensive. 
They're so expensive. They start at like two grand. You can't get a couch under like two grand. Mm-hmm. It's wild in these streets to sit. <laughs> to sit. Mm. One of the easiest things you could do. But okay. I'll pay anything to sit well. Me too. And my couch currently, it's not great. Mm. But I just love the pattern. And I'm like, can I get someone to like make it a better couch? But then it's like, should you just buy a different? Listen, tough mm-hmm. choices, tough choices for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is an email. Making friends in a conservative area. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. Your podcast has brought me so much joy in the past two years of listening. Haven't we been doing this more than two years? Since 2019, 19, 20. Interesting that they haven't been with us since the beginning. (laughs) I figured. (laughs) I'm kidding. Anytime you find the podcast, we're happy to have you. I figured I'd reach out and try to get some of the candid and hilarious advice you're known to give. My partner and I moved to a new state last year and making friends has been rough. His sister and friends from college live an hour away, and we see them a few times a month, but we really don't have friends in our town. I'm not as close with his friends from college, so I feel even more socially deprived since we spent a lot of energy on weekends traveling to see them. Our town is mostly military folks, and I have been hesitant to reach out to make friends because most of the women my age, 27, have multiple children. I've tried Bumble BFF. But it's pretty much just me swiping left on all of these conservative moms. How do I make friends in a place where the people my age have totally different values and lifestyles than me? Also, I've been told I'm weird and a lot. So I've been nervous about putting myself around new people. It's hard putting yourself out there when you've been put on blast like that. Any advice is welcome. Okay. Um, How do we know these people are conservative? Do they put it in their bumble bio like they're probably like about me i love republicans i don't know i yeah maybe maybe don't make assumptions unless you're like absolutely sure that someone is conservative i will say take a poll class poll is filled with very fun interesting people Mm -hmm. um that you might strike up a friendship with um yeah any hobbies you have if you like soccer join a soccer league uh if you like roller skating see if the local roller rink has like a like certain nights or like a class you can take or something like that i think taking a class is a good way to meet people Hmm. yeah i'm trying to think because i'm also like what if they're in a place that doesn't have that stuff like how conservative and military is this area like, are they just, like, on a base? Or, like, what if oh. they don't have pole classes nearby? You know? Hmm. That's interesting. I never thought about living in a place where there's no poles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan's oh, a Jordan tattoo, tattoo shop. Because oh. what I'm thinking, if they're near a military base, there's always tattoo shops near there. Ooh. And, yes, even though the People, you, you might not want to be hanging out with the military people who go get the tattoos, but those tattoo artists are probably really cool. Mm, that's uh, a really good idea. That is Jordan. a good idea. I yeah, like if you're that. vibing with your artist, you could be like, "Where do you hang out?" I'm, I, I, and honestly, as an adult, I just say it out loud to other adults. I go, "I would like to be your friend." Um, you know, Lyric Lewis, right, Sashir? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Lyric Lewis so much. Yeah. And we were just at this like brunch together. And I was like, may I please have your number? Because I like you a lot. And I would like to be able to contact you and ask you to go to dinner with me. And she was like, absolutely. And yeah, people are, they're nice and friendly. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with um, saying that. If you meet someone being like, I'd like to go to dinner with you. Yeah, I like that. Be bold. Yeah, be bold. Because it's not an anomaly. I I think everyone can agree. I said that word good, I think. You really did. But I was trying to figure out what you were what 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 was the anomaly? Oh, that it's not an anomaly because I feel like everyone would agree that making friends as an adult is is harder than making friends as a kid. But if you think about it, when you were a kid, you'd be like, I like that rock you're holding. You wanna be my friend? (laughs) 
We just got to point out people's rocks. Aw, I like that. (laughs) We just got to point out people's rocks. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Solved. Solved. Okay, here's another one. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. Big fan of your podcast. Big fan of all of your work. Um, I have a friend of about 15 years who is dating someone I'm not sure I want to ever meet. Um, he has some scary political views, like oppressive of a lot of communities, and says things like racism is over and that blackists in America have the same, you know, uh, ability to be successful as white kids today. Um, she's fairly progressive, but it's pretty scary that she's dating someone like that. Um, she's my friend of 15 years, like I said, so I hesitate to throw the relationship away over her being with this man, but she keeps talking about, like, their future and how she might want to marry and have children with him, and I don't know how I can be in their life um, with all of these fundamental value differences with this man. Um, have you ever been in this situation where someone you love is dating someone who's, like, potentially a bad person? <laughs> um, yeah, I- I've tried to talk to her about it. She's very open to the discussion. But she seems like she really wants to be with him long term, and I kind of don't know what to do. I feel like I'm being complicit in, like, encouraging her, which I'm not. I'm discouraging her. But I feel like I'm being complicit in her relationship. Um, We're also all white, and I feel like that's important because she's, like, upholding white supremacist culture by being with a man who believes these things. Um, Yeah. So I don't really know what to do. I love her so much, and I'm so disappointed. Uh, I'm not going to tell you my name, but I use she, her pronouns. Thank you both so much for your time. Love y'all. Ooh. Well, I don't think you're being complicit in her relationship because you're not actually in her relationship. These are her choices that she's making. She's making a choice to be with a person like this, and that person is that way because that's how they are. So it really doesn't involve you. You can say your opinion. Um, And you said that you've talked to her about it. But I think the way I'd probably go about it is like maybe ask like, hey, what do you think? Or like, how do you feel when he says things like X, Y, Z when he talks about racism not existing or or whatever? Like, how do you feel? Because... I'm also curious. (laughs) I would love to know, like, what the friend would say. Like, is your friend like, oh, you know, he's just joking or I don't know if he really thinks that. Or is she like, I don't know, I don't care. (laughs) That's also, like, pretty illuminating for your friend. I think it's disappointing either way. But, you know, your friend's not. It's not like she's being kidnapped. Like she's choosing to be with someone who mm-hmm. thinks like this. So I think all you can do is maybe like ask questions to maybe help illuminate some stuff that maybe your friend is overlooking and maybe maybe she thinks you can't see it or other people can't see it. Um, but other than that, that's that's it. <laughs> it's not your relationship. Yeah, I agree. It is not your relationship. And there's only so many times that you can like buck up against it being like, I don't like this. But I do think asking questions is helpful. Like, especially if you do meet this person and they do say something kind of like off that you don't necessarily agree with, be like, oh, wow. What are your thoughts on that, friend? Like, Mm -hmm. do you think racism doesn't exist anymore? Um, Which I think, might be helpful in you understanding what your friend's core values might actually be because they might actually be more different than you think because Mm -hmm. obviously they have something in common. Um, And yeah. And then also you can put up boundaries and stuff. Like once they get like, like you don't have to see this person. You can just be like, Oh, I would just like friend time with you. But also I will warn you. Sometimes people get into relationships with like, people where you're like oh I don't necessarily agree with that person and they kind of get like caught up and lost in it so like you kind of just have to I think you have to just like be okay that you it's not your relationship yeah but still be supportive Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I hope your friend sees what's going on. But also, yeah, like Nicole said, you might be surprised. Maybe they're perfectly fine with what's happening. And mm-hmm. that's also an Because people are, people are more surprising than you think. Mm-hmm. Like, people will surprise you and you're like, oh, I didn't know you thought like this. And it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, I do. Or like, I didn't think you did things like that. And it's like, yeah, of course. Like, I've had friends surprise me and I'm like, oh, why would you do that? Because they're yeah. <laughs> How'd you do that? <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solved. <laughs> Solved. Okay. This is an email. Hello, queens. I have a query. So I've known my best friend for four years now. I'm 22 and she's 20. We met my freshman year of college before I discovered the wonders of Prozac. So I was very depressed and she was there for me. We've had tidbits here and there, uh, but this one, this one I can't figure out how to say nicely. So a few months ago, she got two rabbits. Now her family does have a lot of animals and she had a guinea pig before this, but now it's her two buns. The problem is she lets them free roam on her bed. They piss and shit on it, and she simply wipes off the poop and never sprays anything for the pee. Her mattress has gotten frumpy and dirty since. She doesn't even put sheets on her bed anymore. Every time we hang out, she wants to spend the night together, but at her house. However, I am not comfortable sleeping in her bed in these conditions. Like the mattress is brown and one corner is sunken down. She also has what she says are drain flies, but I don't know how to tell her that those are just gnats that are attracted to her depression room. She has cleaned up the food trash, but the gnats come back, likely because of the rabbits. So the nasty mattress and gnats everywhere make it really uncomfortable for me to sleep in her room. Her dad does have a little man cave above the garage they that we're allowed to use, but she doesn't like sleeping out there because... There's no bathroom. I don't like it either, but that area is mostly clean. Like, it needs to be vacuumed because of the dog hair, but that's it. It's way more comfortable. How do I bring this up without hurting her feelings? I understand depression, and she knows she needs to find a new psychiatrist, but it's been like that for four to six months. I'm just not comfortable over there, but she doesn't like leaving her bunnies overnight, so she won't spend the night at my dorm or my mom's house. I also don't want to bring the buns into my space because she'll let them piss and shit everywhere and simply cover it up instead of getting cleaning supplies. Her mom spoils her and lets her do whatever. Her dad yells at her to clean sometimes, but at this point she needs a new mattress. And if I were her dad, I wouldn't want to buy one until she proves that she can keep the space clean. How do I bring up this sensitive topic? For reference, she's always lived at home, never moved into a dorm. I know dorm life would make her realize she has a problem, but she won't ever do it. Thanks for reading. This is a tough one because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, mm-hmm. but I'm not sleeping on a dirty, like, pee-pee, poo-poo mattress. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just not happening in my world. So I think what I would say is, hey, I'm happy to hang out with you. Um, not I, Hanging out with you is kind of, let's see, everything I'm trying to say sounds bad. Because I was going to say, hanging out with you is awful. You can't say that. Uh, maybe it's like, hey, your bed, are you comfortable sleeping in that bed? Mm-hmm. Are you happy sleeping in that bed? Because mm-hmm. to me, it feels like maybe your life has become a little bit unmanageable with these bunnies. And, mm-hmm. may, and I know you're looking for a psychiatrist, but maybe the first step is not letting your bunnies pee and poop everywhere. Maybe we learn how to potty train them. I don't know. Um, maybe that's like, maybe you buy pee pads. Um, I, yeah, mm, this is tough for me because I really, it would really make me so upset <laughs> if someone asked me to sleep in a bed that was covered in animal excrement. Yeah. Yeah. I think. You can be like, hey, I would love to hang out with you. I love spending time with you. But I personally don't want to sleep on this mattress because it's 
your bunny's toilet. Like it's it's hard to like say because obviously this person's depressed and they're going through mm-hmm. it, and maybe they think their bunnies are, are maybe the bunnies are like helpful for like emotional support or something, but also more more help needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe you could also have a real talk of like, hey, I can see you're going through it, like, um. I want to support you. May, I don't know. Maybe like, do you feel like this is an environment that you want to like sleep in or be in every day? Because um, if you're already feeling bad, I don't know if this is making you feel better. Mm-hmm. And maybe bring up that it's not necessarily the healthiest for the bunnies to live in yeah. a place where their excrement's not cleaned up and there's gnats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and I think if you can't get through to her that way, maybe you don't go to her home to hang out. Maybe you're like, you need to come outside. Your bunnies mm-hmm. can be alone for a little bit. We're not doing a slumby, but you're going to come with me to a cafe. You're going to come with me to a movie. We're going to go get drinks somewhere. We're going to go do so- We're going to go to the beach. I don't know where you live, but like maybe bringing her outside might be more helpful. And I know mm-hmm. sometimes people get depressed and they get animals because animals help with depression. But I don't think it's helping if she's not cleaning up after them. Yeah. Yeah. She also needs to, like, take care of them. Yeah. Because they're living things as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you have to deal with this. Depression really is, like, a really hard thing to deal with. And it's, like, it's a chemical thing in your brain. And it's not the person's fault that they're acting like this. So yeah. I do think there's, like, room to give her a little bit of grace as she's trying to improve things. hmm Yeah. But you also don't have to do anything that makes you uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Boundaries for yourself. hmm But, yeah, I like what you said a lot. Y'all can hang out during the day. And then, and then you go sleep in your own bed and be like, okay. <laughs> and if you mm-hmm. – yeah, I don't know if – I can't tell if it would be helpful or not. But maybe if you do say – oh, I don't feel comfortable sleeping on that mattress or like I'd rather sleep in my bed, but I would love to hang out with you during the day. I don't know. Maybe she'll think about it more and be like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, is this not acceptable? Do why, do why am I sleeping like this? Who knows? But it's also like something she's got to work out on her own. Too. Yeah. I do think you should ask, are you happy in this mm-hmm. situation? Yeah. 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 I have a question on top of that. Mm-hmm. If you, because I, I also have like my own, everyone's depression is different and I, mm-hmm. I have my own moments, but like in a situation like that, where it's truly just, I'm worried about the friend and worried about the bunnies. Like, would you guys ever approach it? Like really aggressive? Like, like, are you blind? Can you not see what's going on? Like, would you ever approach it like that? Or because knowing that like maybe the friend was going through a lot or like with the depression, but like, would you ever come at that angle or would you come at more of a cautious angle? I think there are some moments where tough love can be helpful, but I think I would be afraid of doing that because they might not know how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to like spiral or, <laughs> um, or get embarrassed and then and then I'm not let into this world at all and now I'm shut out and I don't even know how they're doing mentally or emotionally because I made I shamed them Mm -hmm. uh there is part of me that's like should we talk to the parents but then also I don't want to like break any trust or with that but I don't know but if you know the parents are also aware of what's happening but also maybe they're not the kind of parents that understand Mm -hmm. mental health There is also, like, asking the friend if, can I talk to your parents on behalf? Do you, if you feel too embarrassed to talk to your parents, I can do that for you. Again, Mm -hmm. if you feel comfortable doing that, that's another option. But I wouldn't do tough love specifically because I have ADHD. I also buy things. I just, I, I have bad impulse control. I just buy things. And I had a friend come over the other day and she was looking at my, I had my, like, I have like a a shirt cabinet with too many shirts and I know it's too many shirts. And she was like, wow, that's a lot of, it was just like negative. 
And I was like, you don't have to tell me it's too much. I already know it's too much. I'm already overwhelmed by it and I'm trying to get rid of it. And you saying that wasn't helpful. Mm-hmm. It wasn't helpful at all. Um, yeah. So I think gentle is the way to go. Because if my friend had said, huh, you got a lot of shirts. Have you thought about giving some away? I then could go, yes, I have. And it's something I'm going through and I'm trying to go through them and I'm having trouble because every time I pick up one, I remember where I got it from and the things I've attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like maybe I think asking questions and being kind is a good way to like get answers out of someone. I'm not saying that like the answers will change something, but you could just understand a little bit better where your friend is coming from. Yeah. And yeah, questions can like bring up new ideas for the friend too that they maybe have never thought mm-hmm. of. That's a good point. I just wanted to ask because I I know personally in the past like I would have like maybe done tough love versus mm-hmm. like just asking and I would have never thought of asking. So I was just curious. So thanks guys. I feel like tough love is overrated and like when people are like, "Oh, I tell it like it is." It's like, "Do you have to?" Do you have to say everything of this in your fucking mind? Because I, I used to be like one of those people like, I'll tell you straight up how I feel about you. And it's like, not everybody needs to know how I feel about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can I hate from afar. <laughs> I can hate in private. <laughs> I don't know if this falls under the umbrella of tough love, but I saw like a, a Twitter thread where this woman was talking about how she was depressed her place was very messy or I think she maybe she moved into a new place and had never unpacked anything. And because she hadn't unpacked anything and didn't like didn't feel settled, she never invited anyone over and her friends were like getting worried. And so I don't know what what was going on before this point. I don't know if her, her friends like talked to her before this or what, but they all just showed up one day and like like ordered pizza and like sat her down and they just unpacked all her shit. And they cleaned her apartment. They did everything for her, which was so sweet. And she even in the Twitter thread, she was like, now I'm saying that this worked for me. She's like, I understand Mm -hmm. there are some people who probably would hate this, would hate having other people touch their stuff and do things for them. But uh, for me, that felt like a really beautiful act of service and and love. Um, So it's like. I can I can see a world where sometimes that can work where you're like, we're doing this. Like mm-hmm. we are, we're cleaning up your stuff. It's happening. You don't get a say in this. But then again, you just don't know because it could also yeah. go the other direction where they now are closing themselves off because they don't trust you. Also, maybe be like, let's talk to your mom about getting a new mattress and then mattress protectors. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it is yeah, gross to be like you could still let them piss and shit everywhere, but like that is. That's a solution to this problem currently. Just yeah. so it's... Yeah, but then... Oh, I think she said the mattress has no sheets on. I don't know. Um, I think... I think maybe... Uh, he talked to her about talking to her parents about, like, getting mm-hmm. some psychiatric help because that's that's not okay. Yeah. But I also like what you're going with the mattress protector, too, because it could also just... It could be baby steps, too. It, it doesn't have yeah. to be an overwhelming, like, okay... You got some stuff. We you need to like figure out how to wrangle these rabbits, new mm-hmm. mattress, clean up this room, get rid of the gnats. Like that could all feel so overwhelming to her. So if it's just like, mm-hmm. let's work on the mattress. The mattress is falling yeah. apart. We want a new mattress. And maybe yeah, get a new a new mattress or like one of those like carpets like cleaners. Like I've seen carpet cleaners really suck up some shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe like one of those is like you could do that and then be like, look at this cleanish mattress. And then maybe she keeps that clean with the mattress protector. Then we can baby step her to a new mattress. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's a lot of options for this friendship. Yeah. And I think it's going to end up okay. I think so. I think it's really nice that this friend cares so much that they are mm-hmm. considering these options. And I just want to add real quickly to what y'all are saying. If you come with care, most of the time, friends will be more receptive. So if you hit her up with like, I'm concerned because of this, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? She's more, I feel like it allows people's shame to fall away a little bit more and hear that, oh, I'm coming out of care. The intention is like, I love you and I I want 
what's best for you. And yeah. also for her to put her own boundaries up. If you have to respect your friend, if she says, well, you know, I don't see anything wrong or maybe mm-hmm. it'll take her a while to get there. You're allowed to, okay, let's meet somewhere else. Let's meet, you know what I mean? You're allowed to come up with creative <laughs> solutions so you can still have your friendship. But I think y'all are right about not going with a tough love type of mm-hmm. thing, but with, with real love. Yeah. Yeah. What Mary J. Blige has been talking about. <laughs> real love. I'm searching, searching for, for that real, real love. love. <laughs> Ooh, I'm real love. Ooh, I'm searching for real love. And if you're searching for answers to your queries, <laughs> we have an email address, nicoleandsashir at gmail.com. We also have a phone number for texting, voice memos, voicemails, phone calls, but nobody will pick up. 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Transcripts are what we have for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. Yes. All right. Signing off from... The North American continent. I've been Nicole Byer. <laughs> and down here in sunny Central America, I'm Sashir Zameda. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Uh, uh, hasta luego. No, I did Spanish because you're in Central America, so you have to say goodbye in English. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> you can't just throw rules at me. <laughs> you can't follow a simple pattern. <laughs> Come on. Bye, girl. (laughs) Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you, and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. <laughs>